Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. I'm Randy Carricker. The Blues embarking on a three-game trip to the Pacific time zone after falling in overtime last night to Boston by a score of 3-2. to two. And we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Joining us, as he does every Wednesday morning, is the Hall of Famer Bernie Federko. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great, thanks. Hey, what'd you think overall of last night? The second period obviously was disappointing, but what was your impression of last night's game against the Bruins? Well, you know what it's that's kind of playoff hockey now, and that's uh, you're going to have tight checking. You're going to have a lot of things that are going to happen, and uh, you know I thought the Blues to get a point last night. I think Boston. I mean, Boston seems to be the desperate team right now. They're playing with a couple of key people out. Uh, uh, they seem to uh, wanted a little more than the Blues last night. So I mean, it's just one of those things that the Blues say after winning nine straight games and. Uh, they still get a point out of it. I, I still think that, the, you know, getting that point, Robert Thomas, you know, scoring that goal late in the second period was big. So um, I don't worry too much about it because especially when you look at overtime, uh, the three-on-three overtime is going to be out after uh, the playoffs start, and, and the Blues really have not been that successful with that, and I think that kind of just throws that away. Bernie, before last night's game, as you mentioned, the Blues did win nine in a row with five games left in the regular season. What's one thing you really want to see this team focus on or what you want to see out of their game before they enter the playoffs? Well, just to be stay consistent, Michelle. I mean, they've played so well, and I, I think they just need to continue to play the way they're playing right now. I mean, uh, their special teams have been so good. I mean, killing penalties and and uh, their power play is just dynamic each and every game, and they seem to get a goal each every game. I, I think just to, to stay consistent, don't fall asleep. Uh, they've got some teams now. Obviously, these next three teams are teams that are not going to be in the playoffs going into San Jose and, and, and Arizona and Anaheim. Uh, you can't play to their level. The Blues still have to stay consistent and don't get into any bad habits. And I think that's what I would worry about. You know, they still get Colorado next week. Uh, will be kind of a tune-up game, and then obviously Vegas the last game of the season. But uh, these three games, I think they just need to uh, play their solid hockey and don't don't get into habits where you know where the other teams that are not going to make the playoffs kind of cheat a little bit, and Blues can't be doing that. Bernie Federko is one of the great playmakers in the history of the sport. Of the thousands of players that have played in the NHL, there's only 41 players that have more assists than Bernie Federko. So I want your perspective, Bernie, as one of the all-time great playmakers, on what you're seeing in the evolution of Robert Thomas. Why has he been able to ascend to the level that he has as a playmaker? confidence right now but uh, i think it's just maturity randy i think uh, when you have a young player comes into the league i mean robin's been around for three years now so i mean uh, i think obviously when you get put on a line with a couple of guys that could really 
uh, play hockey that are really, uh, you know, very smart uh, with hockey sense in both Tarasenko and Buchnevich. Uh, they really uh, have some chemistry going right now. And I think Robert has seen the ice so well. I mean, Robert's always been a passer. I mean, I think if you go back to junior, obviously when you're a first-round draft pick, um, you're drafted for certain reasons. And uh, one of the attributes that Robert has is that the way he sees the ice, the way he passes the puck. And uh, right now it's just the evolution of, of being a little more mature. Uh, he's got more responsibility, um, you know, with his coaching staff now allowing him to kill penalties. He's uh, worked on his face-offs and uh, he's good enough on the face-offs now and, and is a good face-off man that he can take the face-offs in, in the defensive zone kill some penalties. So, I mean, he's doing it all. I think most of it comes down to confidence, but I mean, he made it into the, into the NHL, I think because he was a playmaker from junior and that he sees the ice and he he knows how to dish the puck pass. He's got soft hands for passing. And I think that's just now what's happening is that uh, it's, it's come to fruition. and, And now he's, he's being the type of player that he always wanted to be. Bernie, home ice is still at stake in the playoffs for the Blues as they close out the regular season. We spoke to David Perron a couple weeks ago, and he mentioned that while, of course, they love playing at Enterprise Center in front of their fans, that sometimes he doesn't mind starting the playoffs on the road because it gets the Blues in a business mindset and the schedule's a little bit different when you're on the road. What are your thoughts on that? When you look at this Blues team, how crucial do you think it is for them to get home ice? Well, I always like home ice advantage. I mean, I've always have. I, I think it's always a, a, a big plus to play in front of your home fans because especially uh, when you need to get some momentum going, the, the crowd can really get behind you and, and, and help you with that momentum. But with that being said, I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, the history of the game right now, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you go back to 2019, the Blues won three or four games in Boston. Uh, you know, they won all three games in Winnipeg in the first round. Uh, they play very well on the road. We've been talking about the road record of the Blues for, for a, a number of years since uh, Craig Ruby took over this team. But um, certainly the Blues wouldn't be afraid to start on the road. And sometimes David's got a lot of uh, really a lot of uh, uh, good factors with that because you are you get into mindset. You're in a hotel room. Uh, you know what you have to do. You know it's business, so you can get your job done, get back, and you still want to get back home. I and mean, that's what you're always trying to do is get back home in front of the home crowd. Um, so so there is. Uh, uh, a lot to do with that, but uh, with that being said, I still I still like uh, uh, being the home team because because of the crowd. And I think that's the most important thing there is. But certainly, I would never be afraid for this team to start on the road. A couple more things for Bernie Federico. What is your impression right now of Bennington? Does Bernie Federico think that Bennington is back? I think so. I mean, <laughs> that's really hard to say. Small it's right, right now, it's it's still small sample size. Uh, the last couple of games, he's played very well. Um, but I really never, ever thought that Jordan Bennington really lost it. I, I thought that he had some some issues, obviously, with confidence uh, going through parts of the year this year. And I think every goaltender goes through that. And the fact of the matter is that he's really just been outplayed by Billy Huso. Uh, so is he gone uh, and, and lost all the, the, the great things that he's done in his career so far? No. Uh, now, I really believe that... Uh, Right now, I think that they, they believe that Billy is the number one goaltender. He's going to get the starts, and we saw that last night. But uh, I don't think that – I think there's any uh, little uh, blip in the radar screen. I, I think that the, the Blues would not be afraid to throw 
Jordan Bennington in there and have just as much confidence confidence in Bennington as they do in in Billy Huso. So I think it's a wash right now. And uh, yes, if, if, if I'm answering that question, Randy, yeah, I think the Bennington is Bennington again. And finally, Bernie, uh, I was 15 years old when the Islanders drafted Mike Bossy, who passed away of lung cancer last week at the age of 65. And I want people to go to Hockey Reference and look at Mike Bossy's career. He played. 10 years in the NHL, the first nine, he scored at least 51 goals in each of his first nine seasons. A contemporary, a fellow Hall of Famer, he was drafted the year after you were. Can you just tell people that might not have had an opportunity to see Mike Bossy, what sort of a player he was for the Islanders? Well, he was a sniper. That's just the only way to say it. I mean, he's always around the net. He had a great shot. I mean, you know, that line with Brian Trotche and Clark Gillies was one of the all-time great lines. Uh, and it's a shame, like, well, you know, it's so sad to see, you know, Mike gone at 65 years old, 64, whatever he was. But, I mean, he was uh, really the first really great natural goal scorer. I mean, we we talked about, you know, we've talked about so many great goal scorers that have come through. I mean, Rocky Richard, you go back, was the original guy. But I think Mike Bossy was, was one of those guys that uh, uh, came in. And, you know, and it's a shame that Randy only, as you said, he only played 10 years. He uh, had a bad, bad back. Wasn't able to continue to play after the 10 years, but uh, uh, he was probably the most natural sniper that uh, I've ever seen because the puck was on his on his stick and it was off his stick so fast. And he was one of the big reasons, obviously, that the Oilers uh, had that dynasty through their years. Yeah, that was he was amazing to watch as somebody who wasn't a hockey player. And the numbers, like you said, that he put up were absolutely astounding. Bernie, always good to get your insight. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And we'll be watching you as the Blues head out west. Thanks, you guys. You have a great day. Take care. That's the great Bernie Federico. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.